Off the top of the show, we spoke, we spoke to Kiznia in uh, Western Ukraine, one of many, many, many Ukrainians on the move these days, fleeing the violence. Um, the UN today saying more than half a million have already moved. They predict maybe 4 million by the end of the week into neighboring countries. To put that into perspective, 2 million people sought sanctuary at the height of the migrant crisis in 2016, most trying to escape the war in Syria. So is the world ready for another mass movement of people fleeing conflict? Joining me now, Rick Kober-Bauman, Executive Director of the Mennonite Central Committee Canada. Rick, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. Thank you for having an interest in this. We really appreciate it. I mean, I, I know from your perspective, when you watch this unfold, you must see it in a way that the rest of us might not fully appreciate. But what are we witnessing and just how prepared are we to handle this mass influx of, of people on the move? Mm, yeah, I'm not sure we're ever fully prepared. The uh, we, we at Mennonite Central Committee track pretty closely the number of displaced people in the world. And some of those are refugees, of course, once they've crossed an international border. And those numbers have been climbing already. Um, you just mentioned in your intro there, the Middle East, Syria. And so for there to be even hundreds of thousands, let alone millions added to those numbers is just tragic. And of course, you know, coming as this is from such unnecessarily, uh, some such unnecessary violence um, is just criminal and, and, and extremely discouraging. Canada has made some commitments to bringing in, um, to fast-tracking people. I know that the system is already trying to fast-track others, people who are fleeing Afghanistan, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we in a situation where, we can, where Canada can, can honestly handle the influx of people that we're expecting to come and still make sure that everyone else who we've promised sanctuary to can come in as well? Well, you've asked a really important and, and you, an important question. You've asked it very well because you've reminded your listeners that you know, there's already this backlog. There are many, many people who have been patiently or maybe not entirely patiently, but but waiting because they've been queued up for, for many years, uh, some longer than those coming even from Syria. So I was speaking to our migration resettlement uh, colleague earlier today, and our understanding is that there will be uh, opportunity in various countries throughout Europe for quite a few people to stay um, for a while without necessarily settling permanently. What Mennonite Central Committee runs is a private sponsorship of refugees program Mm -hmm. where we will bring people and sponsorship groups, walk with them and and support them financially and otherwise for a year to get them on their feet. And that's a permanent resettlement here into Canada. So thousands of people since the war in Vietnam all the way to Syrian refugees of the last few years have come to Canada that way. But that's usually a a last resort, if you will. Uh, It's always preferable if people can go back to their home country. Most people want to go back. Or if not that, at least if they can be settled in the region. So I think at this point, we're not expecting Canada to suddenly open widely. I mean, this could change, but current current, uh, understanding is that Canada will probably not immediately open up, as they've said they will for Afghanistan refugees, uh, to to Ukrainian refugees, because there are at least some some places where um, where people from Ukraine can move into Europe, and and have places to be at least protected, if not permanently resettled for a, a short while. 
I'm speaking with Rip, Rick Cober Bowman, uh, or Bauman rather, Executive Director of the Mennonite Central Committee Canada. We have witnessed, I gather, uh, Rick, just an unbelievable movement of people in the last eight years or so. Uh, one wonders when another group starts to move, what happens to those, as we talked about a bit earlier, those who are already you know, in the system waiting. And, and I guess the fear always is that a new crisis always overshadows all the previous ones. And we know the need is still out there. There are millions of people on the move still. Um, do you worry at all about, about the new crisis overshadowing those who are still waiting to come, still, still waiting for sanctuary around the world? Absolutely, yeah. We just recently um, have been inviting, in our case, we work with a lot of church groups, and we've been inviting church groups to consider being sponsors for people that have had to flee Afghanistan. And that almost seems like an eternity ago, but it was only August. And of course, that then grew the lines longer. And the the needs of an Afghan family who can't safely return to Afghanistan are no less today, only because there is a violent conflict in Ukraine. And and that's not to diminish either of those two crises. They're both, they're both horrific. And I'm very proud of Canadians. And I'm very proud of our private sponsorship program uh, because it really has been a way, uh, I think, for Canadians to show generosity, to show hospitality, to really uh, show a, a genuine spirit of welcome here. Uh, on, on the other hand, as I said, it's it is actually only a very small portion of the millions and millions of displaced people in the world that will ever benefit or be able to benefit from private sponsorship. So we always have to look not only at the, the lines of people who were there before Afghanistan or now before Ukraine, we also have to look at you know, what are the, the global and geopolitical causes uh, that continue to, to raise this number? We, we will not solve the, the refugee problem, if, if you want to call it that, through private sponsorship or, or resettlement. We have to get at sources. And of course, you know, violent military conflict is the primary cause. And we see that again. So MCC describes itself as doing relief, development, and peace. And so peace building, the third of our three prongs, is, is always vital especially as a way of creating, uh, or maybe I should say, of, of creating conditions where it's less likely that people are going to be violently displaced. Rick Cobra Bowman, thanks so much, or Bowman rather, I keep doing that, I apologize. Executive Director of the Mennonite Central Committee Canada, thank you so much for your time tonight. It's much appreciated. Thank you for your interest, and we have been very appreciative of the generous support for MCC so far from, from Canadians. So thanks for your part in that.